Welcome to Pillar and Ground Podcast. I'm Brian Salter, lead pastor at LNPC. Pillar and Ground is a podcast for the LNPC family so that we may deepen in our knowledge of the ground on which we stand and increase our connection with whom we stand together in community and mission. Pillar and Ground will feature three different types of episodes. Pillar and Ground, our confession of faith. Pillar and Ground, our connections. And Pillar and Ground, our questions. This episode is a Pillar and Ground Connections episode. As we seek to increase our connection to one another, with whom we stand in community and mission. And today we are joined by the three men from LMPC, all ordained elders in our denomination, Jack Muller, Gary Lindley, and David Fowler. And these men have much in common, but one thing they have in common is that they serve as mentors through Metanoia Prison Ministries at the Walker State Prison. Uh, That is one of our strategic partners, and they are three of 10 to 12 men that have been serving in this role through this ministry. So I just want each of you to share with us about the program and what it looks like to serve as a mentor and and how how that's looked for you particularly. So Gary, if you'd share with us. Yeah, a little bit of background. Walker State Prison is uh, unique in the Georgia prison system. There's no other prison in the state like it. The men live in dormitories, 50, 60 of them in a dorm. There are five dormitories, I believe. And um, they have, compared to a lot of prisons, a lot of free time. But that free time is all within the boundaries of a very large barbed wire fence. Mm. The uh, Walker State Prison is uh, unique in that it has a program called a faith and character-based program. And that program has many elements to it. Uh, Some of the men take Bible classes. Some of them take seminary courses. Um, There are Muslims there. um, So it's broad in that that respect. But Metanoia is a PCA ministry, uh, leadership largely coming out of First Presbyterian Church uh, a number of years ago. And um, it is one element of the uh, the multifaceted program down there at Walker State Prison. And so we go, those of us committed as mentors, we go a couple times a month. I'll let Jack and David elaborate on that a little bit. But um, my personal experience, I think, is summed up uh, in some respects by the very first time I went. I was a bit reluctant. Um and when I went into the prison and sat down with the fellow that I, to whom I was assigned, and he to me, his first words were, you know, I'm really nervous about this. And that allowed me to say, you know, I am too. And uh, that created an immediate bond. We shared a lot of life in the year and a half, two years that we spent together. Mm. And have, have you had more than one mentee so far? Yeah. yeah. Um, this okay. meeting with my second guy okay. who um, has spent 40 of his 64 years wow. in prison. Wow. If you can imagine that. Uh, I can't. I can't. No. Jack Muller, uh, tell us about your experience with this ministry at Walker State Prison. Well, um, each, each of my three mentors has been um, special. I want to talk about my first one uh, since you know him. Yeah. And, um, uh, Joe Edwards was a um, um, uh, my mentee five, about five, five and a half years ago. And uh, mm. w- one of the leaders of uh, Metanoia wanted me to um, convince him to be a Presbyterian. He was a Reformed Baptist. And I said, 
I don't think that's really my job. You know, I just uh, I feel like that's um, that's uh, that's up to God to do that work. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but uh, within uh, within the time that we knew each other, something happened, and he said, um, uh, "How could I become a member of your church?" I was uh, a little bit surprised when he said that hmm. because I had not <laughs> twisted his arm, so to right. speak. And as you know, you and uh, John Deppenbaugh and I went down and um, baptized him at the prison, uh, the halfway house down there in um, Atlanta. And it was a special day. And, and it was um, very special. It was a very special day. And, uh, and Joe is um, in for many years for a serious crime he committed, but he's a changed man. Yeah. He's been leading groups uh, for probably the past 10 years. Um, about parenting, and based on the last verse in Malachi, let the hearts of the fathers be turned to the children, mm. and <clears throat> the children's hearts to the fathers. And during that time, our church, um, since he became a member on that day, has been been buying books for him mm -hmm. in order to continue that ministry. Yeah. And he's deeply appreciative of any any assistance the church has given him. But he's also benefited from the church because uh, he's been able to attend almost every one of our services on Zoom. Yeah, over and the online. Past, yeah, a couple yes, of years. So, that's uh, right. So it's that's a special a special yeah. uh, thing for me, and um, I, I love Joe, and I uh, can't wait till he gets out. He's yeah. up for parole again in um, in September, and we're all praying hard. Yes, <laughs> that he will be released. So. Yeah, that's great. As a member of LMPC, that if you're listening, that he just described a fellow member of our body from this ministry. It was a wonderful day when we went down there to Atlanta for that baptism and membership vows. Uh, David Fowler, tell us about your experience with Walker State. Soon after joining staff here, my predecessor, Bruce Corey, who had been involved with Metanoia, said one day, why don't you join us? And I'd always been interested in prison ministry. I've, the parable of the sheep and the goats always struck me that Jesus said, when you visit those in prison, you're actually visiting me. And I wanted to be where Jesus was, so it seemed like a good thing to do. My first mentee I sat down with, and he said, I'm so glad to meet you. And I was taken aback a little bit. I said, well, I'm glad to meet you too. And he said, no, you don't understand. I've been in here for 22 years. You're my first visitor. Hmm. But that's the type of experience you have as a, as a mentor is uh, these guys just crave somebody to talk to, somebody to listen. And it's just been a great experience. My current mentee, my first mentee got out a couple of years ago, which was, was a joyous day. Uh, my current mentee and I are going through the book, Gentle and Lowly. So we'll talk through that and talk through, you know, what Jesus does for us, what he does for us on a minute-by-minute -minute basis. But we'll also talk about history books and politics. And it's just a, I think we developed, developed a friendship. And a, it just, every time I, I leave, he says, David, thank you. Thank you for coming. I just so appreciate you coming down here and spending the time with me. It really shows that uh, these inmates are human beings that need to be loved, that need to be listened to, have somebody interested in them. And the mentor program really provides that. But as I understand, there are 125 men that have asked for a mentor and still do not have one. If you would speak to that, Gary, of just what that 
opportunity is before our men in our congregation and and the need of that and and how they could get connected yeah it's a it's a twice a month commitment and it works out travel time included to be about four hours every other week uh, so it's not a huge commitment and as both Jack and David have said it's it's gratifying on all sorts of levels prisons uh, the prison is an alternate universe mm. but it's a real world at the same time mm. there's no other place on the planet very few places where you're shoulder to shoulder as these men are with four or five hundred other men in a space that occupies a couple acres so it's been a wonderful experience i think all three of us have already testified to that and i my encouragement would be that particularly for those of us like jack and me who are retired from our you know the regular employment we had for many years yeah. and who are still able-bodied and able to do this, I can't think of any good reason that uh, all sorts of men in our church mm -hmm. wouldn't step up. There are 10 or 12 of us already, and um, I think we could marshal 50 or 60 out of this church, Yeah, and that'd be a wonderful thing. We travel together. David and I and his son-in-law go down together, and Jack goes with four others, and we have a good time together, just talking about everything under the sun, going and coming. So uh, so it's a great opportunity for fellowship and oh, brotherhood yeah. going down and back, and then uh, developing relationships while you're there. So I'm somebody that wants to get connected. What do I do? The uh, trade, there's a Barry Smith. I think he's a retired PCA pastor and down at North Shore Fellowship sponsors a training once a month. His contact information is bsmith at pcanet.org. And so there's a once a month Saturday morning training, typically mid-month. And um, then there's a training that required by the prison itself. So you yeah. have to go down there and sit through a two or three hour session. And uh, then you get the, uh, you start jumping through the uh, bureaucratic hoops to get your mm -hmm your identification card and so forth. Well, uh, thanks for that information. Uh, Jack, what would you say to someone considering the need at Walker State Prison, somebody listening that is thinking, well, maybe I should do that. What would you say to them? I'm currently working on a, a PCA pastor that um, I told him would be ideal. And uh, he's, a, uh, he, he's, a, he's a sort of a man's man kind of guy. He was a um, one of the few men that I remember in covenant history that was um, was a, a very tough goalie on the soccer team, but he was able to dunk a basketball as well. I mean, and um, he used to wear a bandana. My children used to call him the Indian. He looked like an Indian. <laughs> so anyway, he is uh, really serious about committing to the ministry. Uh -huh. uh, so I, I kind of um, share that as another member of our church that um, – he gives me more credit than I deserve, but um, he had been working with um, another ministry that we used to support from uh, the Michigan area that we no longer support. He claims that I said to him right at the time he was searching, why don't you join us at Metanoia? And uh, I had forgotten that I was the one that yeah. told him to do that. So he gives me more credit than I deserve. Yeah. If you run into Jack or Gary or David, I think they would be able to tell you and by the Spirit, convince you to go with them. David, uh, how has God used this service in your life, sanctification, understanding of God, growth and grace? I'm going to answer it a little bit different way. I think the first thing it's done is totally blown my perception of the justice, criminal justice system. Mm. You, you, you sit there in the room 
while you're talking with your guy that you look around the room and going, these are just men. Mm. They're not scary. They're just men. I mean, my current mentee has been in for 22 years for, uh, I don't want to get into really what he did and didn't do, but he's been in for 22 years. And I'd be comfortable with him living in my house, being a next door neighbor, being an employee. We, we did a mock interview and for a position we have, and he did, did an amazing job. Hmm. I mean, these are guys who need to be out. So that's the, the first thing is just we need to do this a better way. And mm-hmm. I wish there was some, some way we could do that. Um, secondly, as I said, Jesus is, is, is in the prison. Mm. And I think we just we grow in grace by going where he is. Mm. I mean, we, we come to worship. We take the sacraments. We're involved in small groups. We need to serve. We need to be doing all those things to really see and walk with our Lord closely. That's great. Well said, David. How about you, Gary? How has God used this in your life and in your sanctification? Well, I I think, of course, David and I travel together and we share a lot of what has just happened that evening with each other. Yeah, I too um, am impressed, as David said so well, that these are, there's nothing scary about these men. Yes, they're in there because they did something, but um, these are real people. Mm-hmm. Um, real needs and um, and I, I mentioned before you know that this is an alternate universe but nevertheless it's a real world mm-hmm. and um, I just want to underscore that uh, these guys have more contact with fellow human beings from all walks of life than most of us ever do mm-hmm. I mean they're in a dormitory with 50 or 60 other men mm-hmm. they, they sleep in triple bunks they um, they rub off on each other in all sorts of ways, and uh, they share they share that with us when they when they talk when we listen to them. Mm. Yeah, I, I went out of obedience to uh, I think what David referred to in Matthew twenty five. It has been a um, it has been a wake up experience for me, mm. and I cherish it. Yeah, Bobby, the fellow I meet with, you know, expressed. I'm so glad you come, and I'm you give up your time, and I said, no, this is. I cherish this mm. time in this prison with you. Mm. That's beautiful. Jack, I'll give you the last word. How has God used this service in your life and in your sanctification and growth and grace? Well, my uh, answer may sound a little bit strange, but um, I probably would say that uh, given some of the um, issues that I'm facing physically right now, ministries like Metanoia, Walker State, um, Keep me going. There's some days that I wake up and and I'm not sure that I can uh, do it, uh, anything at this point. But just getting out of bed in the morning, my um, connection with this ministry and two other ministries I'm involved with, um, I feel like uh, God's still got a purpose for me here. Amen. So I that's uh, it's enriching. It's, it, mm. it might sound self-centered, but. Uh, it's kind of a, a weird way of looking at it, but mm. um, I, I need I need that mm. I need that to get me to get me moving and mm. and as long as I'm serving, I think God's got a purpose for me to be here. Mm. Well said, and that's a good final word. If you are interested in these ministries, reach out to one of these men or the contact information you've been given. 
And our prayer is that out of, as a result of this episode, we will see many more volunteers and men from LMPC mobilized to the Walker State Prison. Thank you, man, for your time, and thank you for listening, and we look forward to our next episode.